Well, Patricia, ma'am, you should talk. <laughs> Who keeps a sister keeps- secret? <laughs> Who keeps a sister secret? Literally you. I love foreshadowing. Okay, well, oh, she told Joy, so not really, like, not a full secret, just like a, a semi. secret from everyone is said for Joy because I think Joy literally has rolled up to Patricia's house, so I guess she kind of had to tell her. Sabrina. Anubis, backwards. See what I did there? Hello there. Welcome back to another episode of the Anubis Backwards podcast. Today we are recapping House of Spirit, House of Blackmail. The episode, as per usual, opens with the iconic intro, and then diving into it, we see Victor and Mr. Sweet finding Nina and Fabian. Victor asks why they're there. Fabian says the door was unlocked, so they came in. Nina says they heard noises. Fabian says that libraries are the most haunted places next to attics and deserted highways. Mr. Sweet says there are no ghosts here, but they can't wander around deserted areas, and he tells them to go back to their house. Victor searches their bags before sending them on their way. I just really love that we are only two episodes in and they're already getting caught very realistic we love to see it haven't even done anything yet like not even 30 minutes of episode of footage has gone by and they've been caught good for them i mean not good for them good for victor i just said libraries are the most haunted places next to addicts and deserted highways i don't know (laughs) (laughs) or we can name some deserted roads in wisconsin but you know are libraries not hallways i don't i don't know I'm sure there are some. Brenna, we should know the answer to this. We should. (laughs) (laughs) I need to study the other siders again. God. (laughs) The book host never told me the library was haunted. Where is coffee? Coffee encrypted. (laughs) (laughs) Do they even have like where are there deserted highways in the UK? It's not that big. I can't. I cannot Google this right now. I thought adders were um. The cool zen place to hang out for Americans, not that they were haunted. Maybe they're only haunted in the UK. <laughs> Maybe. UK mutuals, let us know. <laughs> let us know if your attics are haunted. Attics are kind of creepy. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I don't go in my attic. Let I don't, I don't even. If your libraries are haunted, let Thanks. me know if you have deserted highways. <laughs> this is going to be way the Anubis backwards book host. Coffee and Cryptids crossover episodes are library haunted. I'm gonna just scream. That would be the world's most chaotic shit. Okay. Victor wants Mr. Sweet to instigate a bag bag and locker search of the entire school. Mr. Sweet says they are the first people to have entered the library in years, that whoever took the book took it a long time ago. Victor says that the book is their one hope to find the elixir and that he will not give up. The way that the students literally don't even have the book and they're gonna go through all of this effort... And then also, I just want to know how the rest of the school feels about these searches that Victor always does, like these total school searches. Are they just like, ah, oh, man, like who had the drugs this time? Like, like what's happening? Because <laughs> I don't know what's going on. So please just imagine some poor kid from like Mudhouse getting his bag searched. Like, oh shit, I got drugs in there. And then the drugs are getting left alone. <laughs> like crap, they're gonna find my weed. Like, <laughs> you don't care. You have weed only if you have ancient and Egyptian artifacts. <laughs> He's like panicking and then doesn't get in trouble for the week. Uh, Victor has a pin attached to his jacket because he did. You know, you might need to give a pin drop speech at a moment's notice, even though he always does it at 10 p.m. So, in, a, in a haunted <laughs> library. In a haunted library. He has it in his jacket. Back at the house, Alfie's making cupcakes. He samples one and Trudy tells him that at the rate, there won't be any left. And then he said, come to Papa again. And I just said, sir. I said, listen, I literally hate it. I said, me, I love Piper and I love Alfie. Them, come to Papa and come to Mama. Me, friendship with Pipey, cancel. <laughs> oh, man. Soulmates, but like also my friendship with them is canceled. <laughs> All I could think about in this scene was last season when Mick is like, these muffins smell great and so do I. Like anytime someone's in the kitchen with like muffin-like objects, these muffins smell great and so do I. <laughs> The Alfie, Eddie, Mick, power trio that could have been. Poor Trudy. Her poor kitchen. <laughs> Trudy's poor kitchen would never have survived this. <laughs> Nina and Fabian are walking back to the house and Nina says they were talking about the elixir. Nina says it's obvious that Victor hasn't hung up his evil boots yet. Fabian reminds her that they don't have the recipe and they think the cup was destroyed. <laughs> evil boots. It was funny. <laughs> Nina goes to tell Fabian that the cup wasn't destroyed 
when Amber comes in. Amber goes to the counter between the living room and the kitchen and says something smells nice. Nelfi tells her that he's helping Trudy cook supper. Trudy reminds him about his marshmallow meat surprise. Elfie accidentally turns on the blender and makes a mess. Amber looks cute. This is her, like, season two uniform that she's wearing right now with, like, the really cute knee-high socks. And, like, she has, like, she got her blazer, like, I guess customized. It has, like, pink stuff on her blazer because these kids just do that to their school uniform. Anyway, she looks cute. We'll see her in this outfit a lot because it's literally her school uniform. But she looks cute, and I think it's the first time we saw it. It's good. Also, marshmallow meat surprise, I'm so fascinated. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Jackson is marshmallow frittata have entered the chat I just think um, Alfie's marshmallow surprise needs to get added to our like restaurant we created like really early on in season one that we forgot about add that to the menu <laughs> Menu. it's like Alfie's marshmallow thing mixed muffins and fruit bowls <laughs> fruit bowls I do use pancakes Banana. misfortune cookies <laughs> Eddie's boy sandwich. Eddie's uh, boy sandwich. Spaghetti hoagies. Nina says that Sarah would know what to do and that she wishes she could make herself dream of her again. Amber walks over and says she tried to make herself dream of Justin Bieber, Bieber once, except it was just a beaver. She says she put that down to a brain typo and Nina asks what she's talking about. Amber tell Nina, tells Nina she will lend her a book she has. Also, the just a beaver line lives rent free. Yeah, that's literally what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> I said literally also say. <laughs> and her little motion she's like just yeah there's a, someone definitely gift that in 2012 like 100 percent. that night amber is reading to nina from the dream book she has alfie comes into the room and hands amber a box he says it's the first gift of many victor gives his pin drop speech and alfie runs downstairs amber is excited to find out alfie made her cupcakes okay so the first thing i noticed in this scene is that Nina's makeup looks so pretty and they're about to go to bed. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> I said, girl, that's bad for your skin. <laughs> I also said, why does Nina sleep in layers? Because she's literally wearing a long sleeve shirt under a t-shirt. And I know that's how Nina likes to dress, but does she need to sleep Maybe in a long sleeve shirt? Maybe if she gets hot, she can take off the t-shirt and then just be in a long sleeve shirt. But if she gets extra hot, she can just keep swapping clothes. <laughs> Always prepared, Nina. <laughs> Um, Also, I know Alfie is kind of being forced to do what he's doing right now, but it is really cute that he made her cupcakes. Like, good good job. (laughs) That night, Nina dreams she's coming down the stairs. She's counting down to one and looks for Sarah. Nina says she needs Sarah's help. Nina turns around and sees Victor. He says, dry your eyes, chosen one. Nina wipes her eyes and sees tears of gold on her hand. Nina says that she still needs Sarah before seeing the dollhouse as it lights up. I just like really, really, really love this scene when Nina's crying tears of gold. It is so cool. I just, I just have a lot of love for it. Um, also, I guess this kind of goes off of the weird layering for Nina's pajamas, but I just want Nina's season one pajamas back. Like this look is not it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just said eerie music. So if you have the subtitles on during any of the episodes of House of Nudis, I always love how they choose to describe the music <laughs> it's always like spooky music or eerie music nina wakes up and she turns on her light and looks over and sees that amber's face is all red and blotchy nina screams prompting amber to scream as well trudy comes running in and asks where's the intruder does trudy sleep with a frying pan next to her bed also where does trudy sleep because usually if one of the girls wakes up screaming, she's there within, like, second. Also, glad she got her self-defense methods from Tangled, which came out in 2010. So, like, you know Trudy was, like, watching it and probably like, ah, this girl made some points and that sleeps with a frying pan next to her bed. Oh yeah, God. like, wait, what if she started doing that after, like, Rufus broke in and she's now, oh. like, paranoid? And that's why she's like, is there another intruder? No, Okay, but, like... Where does Trudy... So Trudy obviously sleeps in the house, but where does she go when she's later in the season? I'm so confused. Oh, you're right. Like, where does she live? I don't know. Yeah, because then, like, Denby doesn't live in her old room. No, but, like, you know she... Like, but if she was still living in that house, couldn't she, like, still... I don't know, help with the kids? Why did they need to, like, replace her completely? That's like, true. Tell me that Trudy would not have been meal prepping every Sunday afternoon. You know she would. Like breakfast and dinner. Yeah. Okay, That's a good point. Where Trudy sleeps and like where Victor sleeps is the biggest mysteries of the Nubis house. I also really <laughs> Truly? Where Mr. Sweet sleeps. Where who? Where Mr. Sweet sleeps slash lives. <laughs> 
and or if his son was just like, no, no, I'm not living with you, that's really weird. I don't want anyone to know, therefore I'm not going to live with you, I'm going to live on the school. These people all, well, I mean, this is a later episode comment, but literally, these people all got secret family members. <laughs> I just said I love her about Trudy, which Trish. True. Mm-hmm. The next morning at breakfast, Amber has her hair brushed in front of her face. Elfie comes in and she tells him to look at what he did to her. She moves her hair out of the way and then asks everyone if it really looks that bad. Jerome tells her she looks like a balloon animal. Elfie tells her that he loves her for her inner beauty. Amber tells Elfie she's allergic to raspberries. The doorbell rings. The doorbell rings and Jerome goes to get it. Jerome comes back and hands the flowers to Elfie. Elfie then goes to hand them to Amber and then instead finds out he got her a cactus. Amber tells Elfie she doesn't want any more gifts before leaving the room. Okay, but Trudy helped to make the cupcakes. Would Trudy not, like, know Amber's allergic to raspberries? You would think. Yeah, she should know everyone's allergies. She literally cooks for them. Like, really? Weird, unless that was, like, Alfie being like, and am I a secret ingredient that no one can know about? Raspberries. (laughs) Yeah, like, Trudy stopped supervising him for, like, two seconds. (laughs) Also, Patricia and Joy's faces this entire time, I, they were iconic. I also had written, I love Joy and Patricia. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, Mick and Mara were missing in this scene. I also noticed that, of course. I was like, where are my friends? They're they're not here. Especially because just like, this scene was so chaotic. And I was like, loving that. I was like, oh man, everyone's like here in, in the dining room being chaotic. Except for Mick and Mara. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, Mara would have told them to knock it off and be nice to her. You know they would have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mick would have been like trying not like had like trying been like trying not to laugh. And he would have been like secretly laughing a lot. Mm-hmm. But like honestly, Amber, I would be hype if a guy bought me a cactus. I would be here for it. So boys, if you want to buy me a cactus, I'm single. Go for it. <laughs> boys, please buy Brenna a cactus. It's the number one. <laughs> I said a cactus would be really cute if he said it was because she was a cactus in the school play or something like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Except for Elfie also didn't know he got her a cactus. That's true. That's but true. like, if she saw the cactus and then got mad, if I was Elfie, I would have been like, well, I got it because you were a cactus in the school play and that's when we got to spend a lot of time together. <laughs> yeah, and they like had their first kiss in drama class. Like, <laughs> It could have been made cute. You need to be his wing woman, Laura. You should have been there. I mean, I would be trying to flirt with Alfie, let's be real. But, like, (laughs) if I wasn't, I would try to be his wing woman. (laughs) (laughs) I also think Jerome says Amber looks like a balloon animal. I don't know why. I just have, like, re- Jamber? (laughs) Jamber? (laughs) Not Jamber. (laughs) Not. (laughs) Okay. At the school, Jerome is handing chocolate, I think it's chocolate, to Poppy, and Poppy tells him she also wants half of his allowance. She just goes to make friends and influence people. Like, I forgot how much I love her as a character. I think that I'm trying to remember what we thought was going on when we didn't know who Poppy was. When did, oh, we didn't find out till this episode that she was? Yeah, like, in the first episode, and until, like, the scene, which is later in this episode, where it's revealed that they're siblings. Like, episode one and, like, the first half of this episode, like, this is some random, like, child that's, like, kind of threatening Jerome. So, like, who did we think she was? I need to know. I don't know. I'll have to go through my- I have to, like, watch my old vlogs and, like, go through my tweets and stuff. Yeah, find, like, some live tweets from then and, like, maybe we'll, like, retweet them on the podcast Twitter. Because, like, I don't remember who I thought Poppy was when I didn't know that they were related. Well, the other thing is you have to remember that we only ever ha- would have had, like, 24 hours to theorize. That's true. Like, so, but, like, like, maybe we didn't have theories. I feel like we probably had theories, because I feel like we were very dedicated to having theories about everything. <laughs> My other thought, though, is we were so, like, on top of all of the um, stuff happening while they were filming that it's possible that while they were filming, someone was like, this is our new cast member, like, Frances. She plays Jerome's sister, and we may have just already known because of that. So we'll have to do some digging. She could have, like, we could have gone on IMDb and seen the Poppy Clark, whatever. Yeah. I don't remember. I genuinely don't. After school, Nina's grand has arrived. Nina wonders why she has all her luggage. Grand tells her that her hotel is flooded and the others are full. Judy tells Nina she thought her grand could stay in Nina's room. Nina tells her she's kind of glad that, Nina tells her that she's kind of glad that her hotel flooded. 
my comment for this is really irrelevant, but she, I didn't like Mina's necklace she had on. It just didn't look good with her outfit. I don't even remember her necklace. <laughs> good, that's the way it should be. <laughs> I said brands moving in, but their pets aren't big. <laughs> also, if I'm Amber, I'm like, damn, Mina's grandmother just staying in my room. <laughs> At dinner, Grand is showing everyone pictures of her trip so far. Mick and Mara come in and they are going on a movie date. Victor comes in and he's going to yell at Nina's Davian when he sees Nina's grand sitting there. He leaves and Grant says, oh, was that him, the Victor? Why didn't you tell me he was cute? And everyone laughs. There's a droid moment in this scene. Yes, there is. The first time they've interacted. Yes, there is. This is literally the episode I started shipping Droy, and it's from the stupidest little thing. It's because it looks like his arm is like kind of on her chair. And I went back and I like watched the beginning of one of my old vlogs. I forgot if I mentioned this, but I used to, in 2012, I vlogged all the episodes in season two. So if you want to hear basically the podcast, but from 17 year old Brenna, it's on my old YouTube <laughs> channel. This is Brenna again. Um, but yeah, I literally was like, oh, I shipped Roy. Um, or like, I could see Jerome and Droy. Oh my God, Jerome and Joy together. <laughs> and then I also brought it up in my iconic shit House of Anubis fans say video in April of 2012. <laughs> so yeah, I wrote- the scene's really special to me. <laughs> So Brenna really just, manifested that. Brenna really did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that this may just be because Katie made a gift set of this moment of Shithouse Manubis fan say in like season three. Or because, you know, Shithouse Manubis fan say lives rent free in my mind. But I wrote without rewatching the video, and I'm pretty sure this is the quote that you said in the video, Jerome's art is on Joy's chair. I ship it. Brenna and the yes. Shithouse Manubis <laughs> That is the quote uh, I can confirm. And Katie did make a gift set of it. I was honored that someone made a gift set with my face on Tumblr. <laughs> there were two. I think Katie made two, and that was one of them. <laughs> yeah, it'll we put on our personal pages. I'll go reblog it on. I think I'm at Hyacinth at Hyacinth's Virginia. <laughs> I'm still Mara Campbell since 2012, so <laughs> out of Piper Lewis, but I will when Piper comes. I did say Piper Williams. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, in this scene, God, I'm sorry, I'm really annoying. Mick and Mara are just like, they just like appear and say something cute. And I'm just sitting here like, my ship, I love them, even though they didn't they didn't do anything. They're just like, we're going on a date. Um, <laughs> okay, but they said it in sync. They talked in sync, because I made the note Mick and Mara talking in sync is really cute. You're right. You're right. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta soak up all these little moments. They're almost gone. <laughs> we love happy, happy McCall. <laughs> Me too. It's like the end is near, and I'm nowhere near prepared. I know. I'm not ready. <laughs> um, and then my last comment on this scene: Gran is a hundred percent a sag confirmed. Like Sagittarius energy coming from her right now. Why didn't you tell me he was so cute? Oh my god. I said ooh to her saying he was cute, but also Nina did check him out, so I guess it runs in the family. Runs in the family, no! Nina, Nina hadn't been there long enough. Maybe Nina was like looking for a step grandpa. Oh my god. Oh. And then Yikes. she really met Victor and was like, nope. Yikes. No. Okay, okay but was... she doesn't see Victor, so it's like Nina definitely has told grand stories about Victor, and she's still like, damn, he's hot. Like, Nina probably was like, Victor is so annoying. And Grant's like, you didn't tell me he was cute. Like, I don't care if he's annoying. <laughs> so, again, sag energy. Love that. That night, Grant is snoring and Nina is going to sneak out of the room. Nina and Fabian are in the attic having a picnic date. They're about to kiss when the spot Nina hits a cup in it and suddenly lights up. Amber enters the room. Nina answers. Nina asks her why she followed her because this is supposed to be a date. Nina says they should just go, and they don't want Victor to catch them again. Um, picnic count number two. Um, is this this is one of our last like cute Fabita scenes, right? Because I was like really yeah. in my feels. They were really cute, and I was just like, wow, this is almost over. This is gonna be over before Mick and Mara are. But at least they come back. So. Okay, I have many a note. First, <laughs> when Nina's supposed to be like this. <laughs> Second. Amber has pop art of herself, and it does look really cool, but it is of herself. And similarly, um, this is a Brendan just sent me a screenshot of Jerome and Alfie's room for other reasons, but 
Jerome also has a whole photo wall that's literally just himself, so Danver is OTP. <laughs> I also think about the fact that Jerome has a photo wall of himself, and it's like, it's not even like he's like just in them, it's literally just like photos of him. It's literally, yeah, just pictures of himself. At, at least Amber's is pop art, like Elisa's cool looking. <laughs> and I would expect Amber to do that before Jerome. Jerome like Amber, awesome. it makes sense. Jerome, it's like I guess you don't have any friends? Question mark. <laughs> I know. Alfie's like, what the heck, bro? This is what happens when you live, start going to the school in fifth grade. You only for when you're five, you only have one friend. <laughs> to yourself. Also, you're in Anubis' house, and as the main characters, you don't get to make friends outside of your house. But he literally doesn't even have pictures with Alfie. He could. Maybe Alfie is doesn't believe in photos because of aliens i don't know <laughs> i mean that would check out because when patricia's staring at that picture in season three it's literally kt and fabian and eddie right now. <laughs> why does patricia have that photo this is gonna be an entire tangent in season three. Oh my god we're gonna really um, it's gonna be like a 20 minute tangent Continuing, I hate when I'm trying to kiss a man and I start having weird children. <laughs> 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 I hate it. Yeah, me too. I hate that. I hate that. Follow up. Patricia hates when you're trying to kiss a man and he has weird children one vision. I mean, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> okay. And this is the weird subtitle typo that we were referring to earlier. So... Amber says something about how she wishes they made phones that are indestructible. But yes. the subtitles wrote, I wish they made friends like that. And Emily oh. has said that to us. And mine said it too. So who wrote these subtitles? Okay, but like the thing is, because she goes, I lost two over the summer. One fell in the pool and one got run over by a limo. Please just imagine seeing the subtitle with friends. <laughs> I lost two over the summer. <laughs> What was what was the caption person thinking? Like, damn, this is a really dramatic show. I lost two friends over the summer because one fell in the pool and one got I mean, it didn't say they died. Maybe they just like aren't friends with her anymore. <laughs> they stopped being friends with Amber after she uh, dropped one in the pool. <laughs> Can this be our pod out of context this week? Just screenshots with the subtitles. Like, I've lost two yes, friends. Yes. I lost two friends. One fell in the pool. One got. <laughs> I honestly, that needs to. That's it. Okay. Also, Sabina, we're going on a date. Amber, Sabuna, and then they did kind of start doing Sabuna shit on the date. But it's so funny because Amber just really crashed. Honestly, Amber should. She's really need. She's needed true love. So like, let her crash the date. Amber forever. You're right. Also. I said, what is the food they're eating? It looks like jelly danishes with marshmallows on the side. It's, it's all that. It's like they put the danishes on the plate and then they're like, mm, we need to fill it up more. Let's put some marshmallows on it. I could buy that. I'll, I don't know why they would eat that on their picnic date, but you know. <laughs> Not going to question it. Nina's asleep, and we see in the attic a black smoke figure. Back in the room, Nina and Amber share. The smoke figure appears before turning into a woman. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. I'm just so happy Sankara is here. We hate her, but I also love her. I think she's probably my favorite villain, so it's going to be a fun time. She's going to, yeah. like, mess some stuff up. See, I like her because she's, like, not an annoying villain. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's just a villain. Yeah. Beer is just annoying. Beer is just yeah. annoying. Yeah. And Denby is also Denby's just Denby has a lot of issues, and we'll talk about those in season season three. <laughs> <laughs> so is just like pure evil, love to hate her. She's also gorgeous. Like she whatever, she, like her outfit, her everything, just ten out of ten. I wish I looked that good when I was a ghost. I mean, I don't know why I decided when I was a ghost. Uh, Lauren, you have something to tell us? <laughs> Apparently, I was a ghost at once in my life. <laughs> and then enter me and Emily as the other siders. Oh my god. Yeah, they, really ghost hunting. they brought me back to life. <laughs> and then we started a podcast with her. We were like, can you give us a sign? And you were like, let's start a podcast. And 
The rest is history. I, okay, so the conclusion to the Where's Nina Sleeping saga, she has, like, a cot. So nice of her. She gave up her bed for Graham. Also, cute. Okay, this is creepy. Not gonna lie. It is. It gets creepier. Just you wait. I know, yeah. It does. Second half. They really up it. Is is really creepy in general. Um, so on that note, I guess let's hear it for our sponsor. Let's hear it for Anchor. All right, guys, welcome back to Cooking with Laura. We just got okay. took a quick ad break. A, ver- a very long break because <laughs> um, I decided I needed to make cinnamon rolls, but like peanut butter and jelly cinnamon rolls because um, Emilor told me. To- <laughs> I mean, Emilor did not tell me to make them. These right cinnamon now. rolls smell great, and so do I. <laughs> I did just shower, so I'm sure I smell fine. <laughs> The next morning, Nina is brushing her teeth when there is a knock at the door. Nina has a creeped out feeling and goes to answer the door. Nina is surprised to see Alfie and he says he is trying to apologize to Amber. As Nina watches Alfie walk away, we see a ghostly figure in the mirror behind Nina. Was he gonna go in while Amber was in the bathroom? Also, Nina spoke and they did not sound they do not sound the same. So like, I have so many questions. Same. Maybe he was I don't know, like was he gonna try to scare her? But that doesn't make sense because he's trying to like impress her. Amber with a skeleton while she's in the bathroom, but it wasn't Amber or Nina who spoke, oh who's American, does not sound like Amber. True love. Victor is in his office when Trudy knocks at his door. Trudy comes in and says there was a letter pushed under the door for Victor and that it was hand-delivered. Trudy asks if Victor had thought more about what she'd said about turning the attic into a spare bedroom. Victor dismisses her quickly and says, yes, yes, whatever she says. Trudy leaves and Victor pats Corbier and tells him there's hope yet. You can see Alfie, like, walking up the stairs with the skeleton in the background, and it's just hilarious. <laughs> oh, I said, do friends and relatives regularly come stay with them? Yeah, that's a good point. We see them visit, but, like, we don't ever see, like, Grant's the first one who stays. Like, maybe Trudy just wants to have the option. That makes sense. She's a very hospitable maybe. lady. Maybe, well, maybe more people, like, we don't know where Alfie's parents were probably staying nearby. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think they live nearby, so maybe she just wants to, like, if the parents come, be like, well, you can stay at the house. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, someone's secret sibling rolls up. <laughs> <laughs> so, is that where Piper stayed? No, Piper stayed in Patricia's room because she was staying there as a se- secretly. <laughs> <laughs> Which, straight up, wasn't that a triple? Like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> like, Piper, Joy, there. Mara, Patricia, like, that must have been cozy. <laughs> Patricia made her oh sleep God. under the bed, it's fine. I did have I had four people to a room in my freshman year of college though I've been there. Oh, no. <laughs> I lived in a triple but never quadruple, <laughs> and and my triple was like huge. My room was pretty huge too, so we'll just have to look closely when we get to that scene. Yeah, <laughs> where's Piper's leave? <laughs> At school, we see Jerome handing Poppy money. Poppy threatens to back blackmail him, and he refuses to be blackmailed. He tells her to do her worst, and she says those are fighting words. I said Poppy is an icon. She is. I love her. Mr. Sweet is in his office. Victor storms in. Victor says a friend of Mr. Sweet's is in charge of an exhibition. Mr. Sweet says Gustav is more of a colleague than the letter Victor received in the mail says that the Book of Ice is part of the exhibition. Mr. Sweet says he wants nothing more to do with this Book of Ice's search. So I was taking, I took my notes over the course of like three days, just an FYI. So, um, sad Saturday Emily here. But do you think Mr. Sweet was trying to get out because he was con- he had convinced Eddie to come to the school at this point? I don't I know who wrote, responded to me. Oh, that was me. It was actually in your color, but probably sad face. Yeah, I could see that too. Hmm. Mr. Sweet just having tea. What he? Deserve? I don't know why this was so funny to me because <laughs> he was just very like flustered when Victor came in, and he has this really cute tea set he was using. Like, I love that for him. And then I just said Mr. Sweet being done with Victor's PS. Jerome enters a classroom. <clears throat> Jerome enters a classroom and sees baby photos of himself. He begins to clear them off the table as Alfie walks in. Mix- Mick asks him what he's holding, and Jerome says it's a picture of his girlfriend. Jerome says she dumped him like a shoe, and he can't stand the sight of her before ripping up the photo. Baby Jerome is so cute. I know, and I love that they're like actual pictures of Eugene. Like you can tell, it's really funny. 
Uh, Amber tells Alfie to do something romantic but not lethal, or did Alfie say he wanted to do something romantic but not lethal? I just said romantic but not lethal. <laughs> Either way, good. We we like to see it. I, I love romantic things that don't kill me. I agree. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Big has just decided that this is his uniform. Yeah, he's really just like, F the school, I'm leaving. Who cares? So, Although, I do have a thought now. Maybe it's like an athlete thing, like... I know, like, in high school, not that I had uniforms in high school, but a lot of times when a sports team had a game, like, they would all wear, like, the football team would all wear their jerseys or something, or, like, the cheer team all wear their cheer outfits, and maybe he's, like, this is, like, the football team at his school, and they all wear these polos because they're on the football team, and it's, like, their thing. That's that's going to be my justification. She dumped me like a shoe? Is this a British thing? (laughs) We have a lot of questions for the Brits tonight, don't we? Eddie, Eddie, please come on the podcast. And just answer all of our stupid Brit questions. Oh my god, please. she's gonna be done in five seconds. We'll be like, Eddie, so like... <laughs> Do British people Tell us about the outlets me? in the bathrooms. <laughs> Do British people say she dumped me like a shoe? Are, the, are libraries haunted in England? Do you guys do you have deserted highways yeah (laughs) um i just you know as usual make appreciation here he was super sassy in this scene like i don't know he was like calling jerome out for hiding his pictures and he i forgot the exact line but something like about seeing the picture that jerome was very obviously holding and we love to see it we love sassy mick okay back at the house trudy's cleaning the attic when victor comes upstairs victor says he doesn't know what she's doing he tells her not to touch the stuff on one side of the room and that she He'll take it down to the cellar later. In the school hall, Mara says it's a shame Fabian and Nina couldn't come with them. Nina says they had fun looking at Grant's photos. Down the hallway, people are laughing at a picture of Jerome. Joyce says they didn't know he had a sister. Jerome says he refuses to acknowledge her. Mara asks why he's being so mean to her. Mr. Sweet comes and breaks up the hall gathering. Jerome steps up and prevents Poppy from getting into trouble. Also, Jerome's like hardcore trying to justify himself to Nina and like, for why? Like, only to Nina. Yeah, he's really like, Nina, blah, blah, blah. And Nina's like, you don't have to say that to me. <laughs> but I said, I literally had written, if it was a school play, because Jerome's claiming that this picture of him in a dress is from a school play, wouldn't they literally have all seen it besides for Nina? And then I was like, Jarena? Yeah, I noticed that too. As soon as he like pointed out Nina, I was like, Jarena? We're, we're two episodes in a row now with Jarena content? Season two. Maybe that's what the real ship they were setting up in season three was. <laughs> Jarena. They've gotten too much just, content in this episode. Honestly. This season. <laughs> so far. I also wrote, oh, hi, gerbil, because Poppy called him gerbil. And then she was like, why do you have to be so something in tall? <laughs> that was really funny. And, like, and was holding it up, and she was jumping and trying to get it. It was funny. Mm-hmm. This scene was cute, though. Like, I really like that we're starting to see Jerome's soft side with Poppy. Like, it's really sweet that he protected her in this scene. And then my other note was just, like, right before this, uh, ha- like, when Fabina and Makara were, like, walking down the hall talking about their dates Wait, and stuff. It was really cute. Like and third, I was... Third or fourth time Mick and Mara and Fabian have technically interacted. Yes! Mara <laughs> and Fabian did technically interact in their... Because <laughs> there was, so it would have been the first episode when they were at the lockers, and then the second episode today. <laughs> yes, they did interact. But it wasn't, like, a one-on-one scene, because they were, like, paired off with their other people. But still, you're right. Yeah, and I just like like the dynamic of Fabina and Makara being friends. I wish we got more of that. They really should have gotten a double date. Truly, mm-hmm. Rob. Trudy has thrown out the dollhouse and Alfie finds it. Alfie is a hero. He doesn't know Back- it, but he's a hero. He is. Back at the school, Amber says her face looked better and Alfie says Trudy threw out the dollhouse. Nina begins to worry about the cup and says she'll check on it later. Amber set, looks around for the dollhouse and sees, peop, sees like the garbage pickup people leaving with it. I just said, which is slightly irrelevant, but since I'm analyzing the posters, the poster behind Favina in this scene it says Romeo, Romeo a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah, so then as soon as you pointed that out, I went into super analyze mode i doubt this was intentional but the romeo and juliet poster behind him kind of foreshadows fabina's relationship because we're gonna see later that their miscommunication like kills their relationship just like romeo and juliet luckily they don't actually die 
well yes. even in season three. Right, you know. <laughs> is this foreshadowing that Fabian and Nina's relationship? It is. It's a horse poster in episode one foreshadowing that Nina is a horse girl. <laughs> Let us know because these posters, I have thoughts. Alfie is surprised to learn Jerome has a sister. Mara says Jerome's always secretive about everything. Patricia says, who keeps a sister a secret? Asistra. I'm sorry. Alfie says he tells Jerome everything, even his fear of red doors and olives. Um, <laughs> Patricia, ma'am, you should talk. <laughs> who keeps a sister keeps- a secret? <laughs> who keeps a sister a secret? Literally you. I love foreshadowing. Okay, well, oh, she told Joy, so not really, like, not a full secret, just like a, a semi. secret from everyone is such for Joy because I think Joy literally has rolled up to Patricia's house, so I guess she kind of had to tell her. Piper answers the door. Like, oh my god, imagine she's like Joy. Before you come over, I have to tell you something. Nobody knows, and don't tell anybody. But I have a twin. <laughs> <laughs> she had to have like had this conversation with Joy at some point because Joy didn't tell anyone that Patricia has a sister. <laughs> like, Joy, you have to keep my sister a secret. <laughs> well, it just never, never comes up, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> True. Also, poor Alfie, his two best friends both have secret sisters. Tragic. <laughs> You're right. Does Alfie have a secret sister? Imagine. Probably. Probably. Season four. <laughs> We meet Alfie's secret sister. She joins the uh, Anubi squad. I don't, just also, Alfie's scared of red doors and olives. Interesting. <laughs> Weird. I'm also scared of olives, so like... Me too. <laughs> red doors just make me think of Brooke from One Tree Hill, who I'm not scared of. Same. Mr. Sweet comes in giving a tour to Gustav. Victor asks if he was given the history of the Anubis estate. Mr. Sweet says they're moving on. Once out of the room, the Anubis residents laugh and impersonate Victor. I love these kids so much, Your Honor. Yeah, this scene is like another one that lives rent-free in my mind. It's so good. We love a squad. It didn't live rent-free in my mind. I completely forgot it existed, but it made me so happy. <laughs> it's just really it's cute. Like seeing them all together. Yeah, exactly. I think that's part of what makes it fun. Yeah, like Nick and Mara were there. I think that's something we get a lot more of in season two than, like, any of the other seasons. We get, like, house unity. Yeah. That's why I love season two. I can agree with that. Ow. Also, Mick and Mara did this little, like, cute smirky thing at each other while they were watching Victor, like, bend over backwards for Gustav, and it was cute. Um, And also, so I noticed, like, everyone was there but Jerome and Joy. So Jerome was probably with Poppy doing something, but I was like, where's Joy? Like, this is really strange. But then I noticed at the end of the scene, she walks in and you like, you only see it for like a second. But then I, you know, it almost seems like it was supposed to cut back to that scene and like Joy was going to say something, but we never see that. So I'm wondering if this scene got cut short and we're missing a deleted scene and I want to know what happens. Yeah, because she does kind of just walk in at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Amber goes into her room and discovers Elfie has rescued the dollhouse for her. Amber says Elfie has passed his first test. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's cute. It was very thoughtful of him. That night, Nina is awoken by someone saying chosen one. She goes up to the attic to check the cup. The door to the attic swings open for her. Sankara's like, surprise, bitch. I don't know if this was the right <laughs> scene for that. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Surprise, Shorty! <laughs> Nina is relieved to see the cup still hidden. She turns around and is greeted by a ghost. She says Nina freed her. Nina asks her who she is and what she wants. The ghost mentions she needs to find the mask of Anubis or forfeit her life. Um, Sankara says something about Isis waiting for Osiris. So, like, is that foreshadowing? That's awesome, because I did not pick up on that, and it, pro- like, it probably is. It probably is. I really only caught it because I, like, watched with captions on, but I was like, Damn. I mean, I would say no, because, like, I don't think that the writers are smart. They also foreshadowed Patricia having a secret sister in this episode, so maybe they were actually being smart in this episode. I mean, if we go with they vote, wrote the episode in, pot, like, blocks, maybe they, like, knew they were going to bring Piper in, or, like... Yeah, there might be, like, little things they knew were happening. Like, I feel like Piper coming in is kind of a big plot point, and I feel like Eddie is the Osirian's a pretty big plot point as well, so those are things I could see them knowing were going to happen, but... Well, or even just introducing the Osirian. Yeah. That's true, yeah, we don't even need to know who it is. Yeah, just, like, the concept of... I genuinely do think it probably would have been if and had Natalia not left. I continue to wonder if it was supposed to be Mick, too. That would have been so out of left field. 
when we get that writer on the show, we'll have to ask them. Yeah, we'll have to ask the writer. So um, that was the end of the episode. Oh, so because last week I know I had commented on the fact that they had like spring caps at the end of the episode from the episode. This week they're not all from the episode. Some of them are from episode one and some of them I believe are from future episodes. So I don't know, maybe season two just has like a set of spring caps that like just they use for the whole season. I'll keep an eye on it. So um, time for our, you know, weekly, our favorite thing to do is um, pick a brain cell. And so I said Trudy, because I didn't think the kids were being smart. I said Poppy just because I love her. <laughs> and then I put Alfie for saving the dollhouse, even though he didn't use his brain cell to do that. But he just, you know, it's going to be helpful later. So. It'll be useful in the future. This is a special tool we'll need later. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can we do a TikTok of that? The thing that oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, we should. That in the, like, who keeps the same <laughs> Surprise, Shoni. But we got to wait till, like, we get all the way to um Denby's sister because then we could just do the surprise Shoni audio three different times. Oh, I times. thought we were going to do the champagne problem. Has a secret sister. Also, has a secret sister. Also. Oh, that's right. Has a secret. <laughs> we could do has a secret father for Eddie. <laughs> or we gotta do the if I had a nickel for every time someone had a secret sister I'd have two nickels oh which isn't a lot but it's weird that it happened twice <laughs> okay listen me making Emma Lord cinnamon roll is relevant because this is from the secret sister book <laughs> yes. recipe <laughs> cooking with Lara is slightly relevant to, to this um, to this podcast topic of secret sister I love that um, so ship of the week. Originally, I put Amphi, but then I remember that Droy had a moment, and I switched it to Droy. And I put Droy. Droy. <laughs> After we realized that, not that Amphi wasn't cute. I mean, Fabina was cute, Mikara was cute, but Droy. Just that's really important. Droy. Okay, I know the issue. I'm taking them out now, even though they're not gone. Because I mean, they not are saying they're done. Because the thing is, the air fryer cooked way quicker than the oven, so I'm not falling back or anything. <laughs> okay. So for something fun this week, um, about two weeks ago, I asked my followers who do not watch House of Anubis to basically tell me the name of the characters if I tweeted, like if they could guess or tell me what they've retained from following me. So I asked them to name the characters. So some of the people who responded are people from the fandom and they gave truly answers and we're going to like just get into those right away because they're a good time. So I'm going to... I kind of forget what I said, so I'm kind of <laughs> For clarification, at least for the trolley answers, the way I did this is I numbered all the characters. Nina was one, Fabian was two, Amber was three, Alfie was four, Jerome was five, Patricia was six, Joy was seven, Mara was eight, Nick was nine, Eddie was ten, KT was eleven, and Willow was twelve. So to start with Lily, for number one, she put British girl, question mark, Amber. For number two, she put rebel American Eddie. <laughs> For number three, she put goth question mark Patricia. For number four, she put Fabio fan Farrington. Farrington. For number five, she put Victor slash black fit guy. For number six, she put Anne, Annie, Amy, Ariana, Allie, Amara. For number seven, she put Narnia, Nia, Nelly, girl who deserved better. Eight, Winona. Nine, Rupert Dino. Ten, Mr. Sweets. 11, Margaret, Mara, Maddie. 12, Miss Andrews. Then Laura, our lovely co-host, for number one put horse girl, number two, <laughs> a friend Brad, number three, white claws. <laughs> number four, that's my man. Number five, black fit. Number six, scheming goth pixie. Number seven, Pam. <laughs> I laughed so hard well, when you put Pam. Oh my god, everyone was like saying I made them sad, and I was like, yeah, but it was funny. I thought that was hilarious. Number eight, Lady Whistledown. Number nine, Radiant. Number ten, New Jersey. Number eleven, Katie. Number twelve, Squee. <laughs> Katie. Megan also gave me some trolley answers. I'm crying. Um, I'm crying. 
Quite for number one, horse girl. Number two, sweating to death with a lopsided sweater. Number three, <laughs> sometimes I forget you named your dog after her. Okay, because my dog's name is Millington. Okay, well, Emily's clue to this gets clue to this was um I I named my dog after her, so I think I said like White Claw. I, at the time, I did have a dog named White Claw. So she now lives in Colorado. So a lot of people say Anya though. Okay, Anya is one of your dogs, to be fair. That was close. This place starts with a name. Number four, Petty's Nanny. TBT, if you remember that, Elfie. Oh thing my god, that Elfie Elfie Nanny <laughs> Yes. I love that. <laughs> Number five, Amara's Emotional Cheaty. Ooh. Number six. Amara's Emotional Cheating. Your Sexual Awakening. And then I responded with, I'm being attacked, Megan. <laughs> Number seven, <laughs> Joy. Number eight, stop cheating on <laughs> Number nine, Creature Size Alive and Thriving in 2020. Number, number 10, Rufus's grandson. Number 11, Katie Big Stumps. Number 12, We Stand Her Actress. Okay, and then I'm going to just tell you what the character. So Steph responded to number six, who's Patricia with Jade West. Number seven, who was Joy with My Best Girl. Number uh, number 10, who was Eddie with Himbo. Number 11, who was KT with Tree. Number 12, who was Willow with Carrie Wilson's Bubbly Twin. And Shruti responded to Joy with a link to ask to ask for this. <laughs> <laughs> I've never... Like, what? Okay, now we're going to do my like my friend's answers. So Jess, even though she probably has actually retained their names, decided she was going to rename all the characters. So number one, aka <laughs> number one, aka Nina, Laura. Number two, baby. Okay, and she said, I was like, I love that for me. <laughs> he looks like a cray. <laughs> number three, again, who's Amber, and so she put Vinny down because that's one of my dog's names. Number four, Paul. Number five, for Jerome, she put Lancel because that's where she remembers Eugene Simon from. Number six, Andrea. Number seven, have number seven, Joy. She put Heather down. Number eight, Rebecca. Number nine, Chad. <laughs> he does look like a Chad. <laughs> number ten, Todd. Number twelve, Tabitha. And then for Willow, she put she's wearing cake. Therefore, she's really into it. <laughs> and so then Chris didn't respond to all of them, but I'm going to read the responses he gave. So for Nina, he for Nina, he guessed Nina. For Fabian, he just put your friend. He was the only one to get my dog clue, but he didn't even get it fully. He put Anya, Winnie, then he put Millington down. Tried. For Patricia, he got Patricia, and then it says from your OTP. And then for Eddie, he got Eddie with from your OTP. <laughs> oh god, I love Fran's answers too. Fran's answers are the best. Okay, for number Fran, put for number one Nina. For number two Mick, but he looks like he's related to Colin Morgan. Number three Anya. Number four, I like his vibe. Number five Mick. Number six Patricia. Number seven Lisa. Number eight, Tilly. Number nine, who's finally Mick? She put Sam. <laughs> I know. My favorite thing was her guessing Mick forever. Yeah. For Mick. It was the funniest. <laughs> Number 10, Miko. And I'm so sorry, Fran, because for the entire month of December, I was just hyping up an actor named Miko. And so the clue for I gave for Eddie was my favorite white boy. So she put Miko down. <laughs> like, honey. I appreciate her. <laughs> Number 11, Jess. Number 12, Lydia. And then my friend Mariah only guessed on a few of these two. On number one, she put Nina. On number two, she put Eddie. Number three, she put Anya. Number six, she put Patricia. And number 10, she put Eddie. And then that was it. That's it. Those are my responses. And Laura also asked one of her friends to guess. I've lost Laura, though. Laura. Hi. Oh, yes. Do you want me to read his answer? Yes, because I don't understand okay. his answers. So... He got most of them right. So for Nina, she said he said Nina. Who was number two? Fabian. Okay, so he did 
say Jerome at first, but then he changed it to Fabian. Number three, he said Amber. Number four, he said Alfie. Number five, he said Jerome, but was unsure. Number six, he said Patricia. All correct. Number seven, he said Victoria or something. Patricia's ex. No, that's Joy. (laughs) Number eight, he said Mara. Number nine, he said Mick. And then, let me see. So then for KT and Willow, mind you, he's seen like the first couple episodes of season one, so he has never seen these people. He said KT's name was Nora and Willow's name was Clarissa. Now, are we reading the answers for Jason and Piper and Eddie? Yeah, you can read them. I mean, you should read the ones for Eddie. Jason, he said KT, because I guess he, I think he's read some of my fic and he knows there's a character named KT, but he doesn't know which one's name is KT, so he gets KT. (laughs) For Eddie, he gets Kyle. I do believe Eddie does look like a Kyle. (laughs) I could see that. That would work. Number? Can you imagine? Then it would be... Teddy. I'm done. It would be. Kyle. Or no, not Teddy. No, it would be Kate. Patricia or Pile. <laughs> and number thirteen, which is no, Piper, he uh said was Trisha because he thought that she either was a Patricia's girlfriend because couples always look the same. Even though, you know, they're identical. Or no. t- B no. was Patricia's alien clone. I mean, okay, Alfie. I mean, kind of. Her alien clone. I'm surprised Alfie just thinks. You know, if Alfie she was. Like her even more. If she was Patricia's alien clone. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Right. That was hilarious. So, yeah, um, her name is Trisha, I guess. Even though Patricia's name is Patricia, I guess her alien code name would be Trisha. Her alter ego, Trisha. I had a fun time with that, though. That was really funny. <laughs> so, um, I kind of think this uh, concludes our episode, and we will catch you guys next week. Sabuna! Sabuna! Sabuna oh, wait, guys. social media. And now I'm going to eat a cinnamon roll. Oh, oh, wait, I gotta we have social media, that's right. LarsKristen.com <laughs> Check out our Bernie meme. Oh my god, that is so funny. <laughs> that was Brennan's life. <laughs> so follow us on our social medias. Um, Twitter at Anubis Podcast, Instagram Anubis Backwards Pod, TikTok Anubis Backwards Pod, and if you want to send in your voice memos, mem- memos about season two, you can do that at anchor.fm slash Anubis backwards and if you want to email us for whatever reasons or if you are like any of the cast agents please hit us up at Anubis backwards pod at gmail.com thank you see you next week Sabuna Sabubu so much I wanted to say the way I see it is there anyone there Sabubu Sabuna Sabubu